Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Well, well, well. Thank you. It is time for us to begin our special program, our Friday programming, and it is going to be a special day for sure. At 5 o'clock today, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Others are vacationing right now, but Aaron and I have been left behind to kind of run the station. Aaron, so far, so good. We've kind of kept everything afloat, and, um, uh, I, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on, and it's it's very exciting. In in fact, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, or actually Wednesday and Thursday, will be Big Twelve Media Days. And on this very program, I'm going to be taking another vacation, but we will have tons. You remember that, Aaron? I think you were on the call last year when we were when all the coaches were talking, and then y'all would turn that around and run all those press conferences. That'll be fun to hear from all the Big 12 coaches. That'll be happening on Wednesday and Thursday of next week, including our very own Dave Aranda, the Baylor head coach, will be uh, will be talking. Now, Aaron, uh, lots to get to today, 5 o'clock. This will be a treat. Now, our old-timers will remember from the University of Houston, 1976 and 78, the – Houston Cougars went to the Cotton Bowl, had some incredible seasons, won the conference three of their first four years in the SWC. Phenomenal by Bill Yeoman and his crew. Going into the SWC wing of the Hall of Fame over at the Texas Sports uh, uh, the Texas uh, Sports uh, Hall of Fame. I mean, it, what a what an awesome, what an awesome place that is. Um, and it's right there in our own backyard, right there in Waco, Texas. And it's just a very, very fun uh, place to visit. Now, this is going to be uh, the Houston quarterback, Danny Davis, from the 1970s. He was small in stature, huge in heart, number four. I was... Aaron and I were too young to totally remember all that. I do have vague memories because I, I feel like I've seen the highlights so much of Houston having Notre Dame down uh, and Notre Dame coming all the way back and and winning that game against Houston. I'm trying to think if that would have been Theismann for Notre Dame or if that would have been Joe Montana making that big comeback. might have been Montana. But they did, and uh, Houston was up like 32 to 12 or something like that. They ended up losing that game like 35 to 33. They were up 33-12. Notre Dame comes all the way back, wins that, uh, wins that one. They did beat the Maryland Terps, the Terrapins of Maryland, in the 1976 season Cotton Bowl. And so lots to uh, – Lots of fun stuff to get into. And Danny Davis, the quarterback for Houston, oh, he ran that veer. It was so awesome to watch back in the day. And 
they didn't think they had a shot against uh, Notre Dame, and they kind of viewed, they tried to make Houston out to be like the villains, and Danny loved it. He he got a big kick out of that, and he kind of liked that role. Well, Danny Davis is going in the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame, and that's part of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame right here in Waco, Texas. Danny joins us at 5 o'clock. Aaron, do you get pumped up for those old those old school SWC players as much as I do? I do. I, we both grew up watching those players. It's really, really cool to get to talk to them. Yeah, and, and uh, just reminding you, guy, you're old. <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah. No, I'm we, older, I, but yeah, you're much older, at <laughs> least by like six months. But the uh, you will hit the big dog, the big landmark, or uh, the big milestone birthday sooner than I will. We both are clinging to our forties. Aaron, how many months away are we from that for your big one? We are less than two months away now. Wow! Wow! All right. The countdown. Aaron's in some of the best shape, though, he's been in in his life. So I think he's going to, when it is time to hit 50, Aaron's going to be okay. He's going to embrace it because he's kind of in a really good stage of his life. And uh, and I think, uh, I think that is to be commended. All right, 420, we're going to let you hear a little bit of our Mitch Thompson interview that we did earlier this week. We, we've really had a fun week of interviews. In fact, we had Mitch one day, and then we had Zach Dillon. Now, Aaron, at some point, let's get uh, the pitching coach on. I don't want James to be mad at us, Coach Leverton. And both these uh, uh, new members of the staff have been with Mitch at MCC. Now, Aaron, I did notice they had a former, another former Baylor Bear has been named. He's a great high school coach. And that was some news this week that went down. And we'll kind of get you some more details on him. But it was 90. I think he played for Baylor like 96 to 98. He would have been playing right after, like, while I was in Baylor Law School. And he will serve as, like, a volunteer assistant. But he's going to do a bunch of stuff. Like, they, they call it volunteer. But it, it's a it's a flat-out true member of the coaching staff. Okay? And I don't even quite understand the whole volunteer aspect of this i mean they are getting paid i don't think they just do it for free but i'll look into that aaron i'll look at the heart of the order i'll look at the books okay and i'll kind of get into the accounting of how you do all this but this is going to be fun aaron did you like it earlier this week when i started uh, when i when i kind of started lobbying for kaufman county zone cade currington did you notice that i did with um with uh, Zach Dillon, the new Baylor hitting coach and recruiting coordinator, I kind of I did not name names, but I did bring up the kid from Kaufman County because it worried me a little bit, Aaron. And I'll tell you why I did it because I'm selfish. But no, otherwise, <laughs> uh, also I I think this guy can flat out hit, and something Zach Dillon said worried me a little bit. He said some of these guys, you know, that have had injuries, and I thought, oh no, oh no. Let's not move on from Cade due to injuries because Cade was banged up this year a little bit. Cade was one of those guys, and not this past season, but the season before, Steve kept putting him in the lineup, and he was letting him face, I think, lefties, and he was playing him at DH. And Cade would, I mean, he could flat out hit, but he, he just wasn't getting the number of at-bats that he kind of needed. 
but he's going to be a good one. And whether it's at Baylor or somewhere else, I hope it's here. I hope it's with the Bears. There's another player that I've been monitoring, Bo Wimpy. Aaron, when he came out of Rockwall High School, you want to guess how many offers he had? Well, I'll just tell you, 40 different offers. He went to TCU, got there, decided that wasn't for him, transferred into Baylor land, and I think this was before they let you just immediately play. But Bo Wimpy's a nice, nice player. And, I'm, again, I'm hoping Mitch can find a spot for some of these guys because I really, really like. Uh, in fact, the Wimpy family are big fans of this show, Aaron. They're a, they sell insurance in Rockwall, and they may, they may be a part of our upcoming uh, fall pregame show, our uh, ESPN Central Texas pregame Baylor football tailgate show that we do with the uh, Office of Baylor Alumni. It'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll get them involved. But love that Wimpy family, Bo Wimpy, really, really fine young player. And we'll find out more about what's coming on. Now, Aaron, from what I can tell, I don't, I don't sense that they have been as quick as other of these, uh, these new coaches to jump in that portal. You know, I, I – I mean, unless I've missed something, I don't think the portal, like the Baylor softball program, because I've been listening to Ward with all his uh, updates, I've been hearing all kinds of stuff with softball. So Glenn and Hoot and the gang, they've been out there monitoring the portal. Hoot just gets in that portal every morning. You think Hoot, Harry, can you imagine explaining to an old school baseball man like Hoot, Hoot, here's how you get in the portal. <laughs> but you got to do it. Hoot's got to be in there looking around, checking it out, checking the portal out. Now, Aaron, you can use some of this for um, Campus Confidential if you want it. You may not need it. But I was just looking at something. Aaron, because you love ratings. I've noticed this. You love numbers. I you do. love ratings. You you really love looking at those things. I do pay attention, Aaron, to the things that you, you are obsessed with. And I found this fascinating. You remember Andy Staples did that study? about a year ago, and he called it like the 4 million club. It was like the teams out there that, that bring in the most viewership, the big eye, you know, the most eyes. And this is very important right now as we look at realignment, what's going on. So, Aaron, here's what he did. He threw out the SEC in the Big Ten teams and Notre Dame, and then he looked at the rest of the teams, okay, ACC, the Pac-12 leftovers, and the Big 12 to kind of see who brings in the most eyes, the most viewers. Um, he went back, I'm trying to think, from 2015 to 19, and then in 2021, he threw out the COVID year, which I think is smart. And said 284 of those games. Now, he looked at the games that were uh, 1 million viewers or more. 117 of these games drew more than 2 million. 47 games drew more than 3 million. 27 games drew more than 4 million. And then 14 games drew more than 5 million viewers. Now, six of those, Aaron, were Army-Navy games. Okay, so we can't read too much into that. That's a very, very special event. Not to play it down, because we love it. But I just wanted you to know. So, I find this all very, very fascinating. He looked at ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12. And again, the Big 10, just so if you're playing along at home, the Big 10 
SEC um, and Notre Dame have been ruled out of this competition. Now, Aaron, I want you to think in terms of ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 leftovers. Who do you think had the most games of a million or more viewers? Think about, I'm not talking about, think about one of the schools from those three conferences I mentioned. Who do you think led the group? Clemson. You got it. Have you looked at this, Aaron, or not? No, that's just, I think, okay. they're, especially with them winning national championships yeah. recently. Okay, who, who do you think was second? Now, is, does this include Texas and OU? Or is that considered SEC now? No, we're ruling them out. Okay. All right, we're putting them with the SEC. Ooh, I would probably say Florida State. Man, you're good at this. <laughs> I told you Aaron was a man obsessed with numbers and then TV viewership. He got both of those. Clemson had 34 million or more games, uh, viewers. Florida State had 31. Aaron, you're on a roll. Do you care to guess who's next? Again, these are only from the Pac-12 leftovers, the Big 12, or the ACC. I'll give you a hint, Aaron. The next two are Pac-12 leftovers. Oh, wow. Oregon? Oregon is number four. And I don't think Washington. And no, Washington. Not, no, Washington. Not, Washington is. I'm going to go oh, ahead okay. and give it to you. All right. Even though you said it was not Washington, <laughs> it is Washington. Twenty-eight million, uh, twenty-eight one million or more games. Oregon is fourth with twenty-six. Now, as we keep going down, Miami is next. Miami of Florida. Washington State. Now, this was an outlier. I thought this was fascinating. Washington State is sixth hmm. with 21 games of a million or more. Now, some of that was when Leach was there. So let's remember that. They had a high-flying uh, attack, and so I think Leach, Mike Leach, was responsible for some of that. S- tied for seventh, the Utah Utes and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Tied for eighth, Louisville and Stanford. Tied for ninth, the North Carolina uh, Tar Heels. Now, you might be asking, where does Baylor fit into this? Okay, they are tied for, and again, because I've done it like this, it's probably like tied for 12th, actually. But the, they are tied with two other schools with 15 games of, uh, of at least a million or more viewers. The three-way tie is Baylor- and Aaron, don't laugh, the Colorado Buffaloes and Virginia Tech. Now, Virginia Tech has a great fan base. Now, I don't think they're all over the country, but they do have a very nice fan base. Okay, after that, this, I'll stop it here. But after that is a three-way tie between TCU and West Virginia. So some of these Big 12 teams start showing up. The only one I, would fi- I think people would find interesting uh, after that is the fact that, Aaron, Boise State and Arizona State, two teams that are kind of one team is Pac-12, Arizona State, one team is Mountain West, are both ahead of BYU. I thought BYU would would be big, big in these TV ratings. BYU only had 12 games of a million or more. 
12 games of a million or more. They are tied with Cal and Pitt. Cal and Pittsburgh, and after that comes Cincinnati and North Carolina State. Um, Looking down the list to see if anybody of interest might be back down there is, I will just tell you that SMU only had four games uh, that they were involved in, a million or more viewers, and they were tied, Aaron, with Kansas State and Temple. All right, so I don't know if that really speaks highly of either of any of those three schools. You know, SMU wants people to think of it as uh, they they want the Pac-12 to come after them or the Big 12, oh, you can have Dallas. Well, the Big 12 knows better. The Big 12 knows that, you know, you got these you got t, uh, TCU, so do you really need SMU? You got the Metroplex. Um, so, but Pac-12, I think SMU's trying to let them know, hey, you can get Dallas if you come get us. And while there's some truth to that, they just do not score heavily in huge viewers. You might ask about Texas Tech. Texas Tech only had nine games of a million or more viewers that tied them with Central Florida and Virginia. Okay, so... I, Tech did not score as high as you would think, and I think UCF the same way. I think you might have thought UCF would score higher. Aaron, of the of the group of five schools that I was looking at in this, the fir- the best one is what I said, Boise State. All right, and then the next one after that would be an independent BYU, followed by Cincinnati at eleven. A million or more games. All right, Aaron, I knew you would like that. I hope our people liked it. Text us if you did or didn't. 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. I bet Tom liked that segment, Aaron. You know, Tom, wherever he is on vacation, he loves the afternoon show. And so he's always listening, just checking up on us. So shout out to Tom Barfield as he's out there on a beach somewhere. Um... It is the Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside. We will hear from new Baylor head baseball coach Mitch Thompson next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, Sunday and hot the rest of the way. Today, tonight, we'll see an overnight low near 78 with clear skies. Tomorrow, sunny and very hot. Heat advisory at effect. We'll see a high near 107. Currently, it's 102 at ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. 
Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? <laughs> hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254-2354. Or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, non-stop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Raiders have hired Las Vegas attorney Sandra Douglas Morgan to be their new team president. She becomes the first black woman to hold the title for an NFL franchise. Baylor Baseball announced the addition of former Baylor player Jim Blair to the staff as a volunteer coach. Former Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez is added to the Texas coaching staff. Rodriguez will be the Horns' new hitting and infield coach as well as recruiting coordinator. Baylor football has the top spot in the media Big 12 preseason poll, followed by OU, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Astros beat the Royals 5-2. Verlander gets his 11th win for the season. Astros at the A's tonight. Rangers start a series with the Twins tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I never want to interrupt the Beastie Boys 
you need to hear you need to hear that. It's always fun to hear the Beastie Boys. Loved them. Loved them in when uh, when I was in junior high, and uh, still do still love them. All right, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots to uh, lots to get to today. I want to remind everybody: five o'clock. One of the all-time SWC greats, Danny Davis, played for University of Houston. I mean, just a unbelievable quarterback back in the day, and he was the one that fueled uh, two big, uh, big, uh, well, SWC championships. In fact, they won three of the first four when they joined the conference in 1976. That first game ever, they. Uh, first time they played Texas as a conference foe, they beat the Longhorns 30 to nothing. Quite a deal. We'll talk to Danny at 5 o'clock. But next, I uh, want to let you listen to something fun we did earlier this week. We sat down with the new Baylor head baseball coach, Mitch Thompson. Wanted to share some of that interview with you. We'll do it right now. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll have to find out what music Mitch wants in the future. We need a Mitch Thompson show right here, his weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. I'm going to lobby for this while I have him. Uh, Mitch, good to have you. Good to visit with you. Uh, I kind of waited my turn because, you know, you've known some of these people a little bit longer than you've known me, so I understand that. And But I, uh, I've i been very excited to get to visit with you and uh, – it was really fun seeing you down there at the uh, at the news conference. Have you? Uh, I appreciate you being on with us. Hey, I'm glad to be here and uh, glad to glad to get a chance to talk with you. I'm I am kind of making my rounds, J Mo, and then Barfield and and you, and so here we go. But uh, no, we're excited to be here. And by the way, I'm a classic rock guy, Matt. So uh, that that's probably what we'll have to go with the classic rock. Any uh, particular, uh, uh, as far as in the classic rock uh, genre there, any particular uh, leanings that you have that would be good if we put something together for you? Is there any uh, one particular oh, band? You, you know, I'm I'm a Boston Journey, um, <laughs> a 38 Special type guy. How about that? <laughs> I, didn't, I was waiting to hear Survivor. I didn't know, man. I love that Journey. Yeah, that's kind of giving, kind of giving giving away my age a little bit, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that predated a little bit. It doesn't sound like you went through a heavy metal stage. You know, I'm I'm just a tad bit younger than you, and of course, some of my buddies went through that whole Motley Crue, Guns and Roses, all that kind of thing. It sounded like you may have you may have decided to skip that uh, that particular. And, I, and by the way, if you did, I think that's a smart move. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a headbanger, Matt. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. not a death metal guy, Mitch Thompson. I'm glad we. I'm glad we covered that. Now, Mitch, while we're talking, there may be another school in the Big Twelve. Okay, I'll let you know if anything happens. This is uh, amazing. You know, we. You're probably like me, trying to learn about this new commissioner and like, okay, what's this gonna be gonna be like? Uh, your market, and then suddenly the. I think one day after we celebrate the poor guy. There's all this uh, upheaval in in uh, in college athletics. Uh, are are you? Uh, do you continue to be amazed at at how much of this realignment and how things are uh, the landscape of college athletics is sort of changing before our very eyes? 
It really is, isn't it? I mean, uh, history history is changing. Yeah, almost daily. It seems like uh, you know, uh, years and years of of conference affiliations and, and switching up and changing. But you know, it just makes me thankful here here at Baylor. I mean, I'm I'm thankful to be at a place where we've got great leadership and our people are really in the in the room, helping to make the decisions on what's best for not only our school but our conference. And so, you know, with uh, Dr. Livingstone and with and with Mac uh, Rhodes, uh, I mean, you know, we're we're going to be taken care of. So I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting here worried about it. I'm just waiting for him to tell us what's happening. I'm not I'm not I don't have time to be worried about what's going what what might happen. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a fascinating process. Now, congratulations, by the way, on your staff. We were all wanting you just to go ahead and give us all the information your first day. Like, okay, tell us who your staff's going to be. Um, you know, the Zach Dillon is a name very familiar to Baylor fans. Um, uh, and then I, I ran into a, a guy the other day that somehow had coached Leverton, you know, your new pitching coach at some point, mm-hmm. and they had crossed paths back in the day. And uh, I think when he got to double A AA or triple A, uh, it's just it's fascinating how these things go full circle. Mitch, was it? I, I bet you had all sorts of calls. Hey, Mitch, I'm ready to get into coaching, or I'm I'm ready to I'm ready for this next jump. I, how how quickly did you decide on the guys that you chose, and what was that? Was that a whirlwind? Did it? Did you know, like, really quickly, what was that process like? Yeah, I think that anytime you're getting uh, getting ready to get hired, you need to have kind of a group of guys together that, hey, these are be my top three or four guys that I think would would maybe fit into the pitching coach job or the hitting coach recruiting coordinator job, and and so yeah, I had I had a list uh, of, of guys put together that you know uh, I, I would contact or you know, that I would think would have interest in the position. Uh, but, but I, I got exactly who I wanted. I'll just tell you that right now. Um, uh, and, and I've got the two guys that we definitely want on this staff. I've got the, I got the guys that I think are going to be fit the best with our players, fit the best with state of Texas and recruiting. And, uh, and I just know that, 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 that their heart is really into this. I mean, they want to be really good at what they're doing and, and they are. And so, uh, with 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 James Leverton and Zach Dillon, I couldn't have gotten any better, in my opinion. I love what I got. Well, with James Leverton, watching him over the years, watching the growth and coaching, he's with you at MCC. Goes out there to Arkansas, Little Rock. Uh, you you talked about his recruiting. You'll think he'd be incredible at that as well. But what it from just a a pure like pitching perspective, uh, what what is it about his approach? that fit really well with you. Now, part of it is they have to know you want guys around you that know exactly what you want, and you've put that together. But what what is it? How has he kind of formed his own philosophy, maybe even separate from his time with you over the past uh, five years or so? Well, yeah, no, James James has, has continued just to develop as a pitching guy for sure, but he but he definitely had a, had a thought process. And the thing that he gets is that not everybody's the same. And uh, so, you know, we're going to take kids' strengths and try and maximize those, try and minimize their weaknesses, and and just uh, you know help each guy to become the most effective guy on the mound that that's possible. And that's what he's done. I've seen him do it. And uh, you know, he's a great communicator. The guys are going to really be impressed with him. He's really involved in their everyday throwing, you know, program. I mean, he'll be out there watching them long toss. He'll be out there watching them with their flat grounds. He'll be talking with the guys and. 
and just, you know, it's not just bullpen game or, or inter squad games when he's really into it. He'll be into it every day. So, um, he's just a really good communicator and he knows what good looks like. And, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the battle is that, you know, um, he'll be able to see a guy and, and he'll immediately come up with a comp, a comparison that he played with or played against in professional baseball and say, this guy reminds me of this player that I saw in professional baseball in the minor leagues or in the big leagues. And these are some of the things that this guy does because of how his arm works. Let's try this with this guy. His, his, uh, his comparison group of players in his head uh, would rival any major league scout. And, uh, you know, the, the year that I scouted professionally coming up with a pair comp was probably the most difficult thing for me uh, because I hadn't watched as much professional baseball, minor leagues baseball, you know, as, as, as probably that required for that job. I, I could make a comp with, Hey, this guy reminds me of this really good college player. And this is who, what round he went in the draft, but I, I did wasn't as good at the, at the pro stuff. James is really good at the pro stuff. And because he is, then he can pull up some videos of guys and hey, this is look at look how your arm works and look how this guy's arm works. And I think he gets instant credibility with the guys just on on being able to see who they are and who they can become. And so uh the our pitchers are gonna be really blessed to have him have him with them. It's gonna be fun. Mitch Thompson joining the Matt Mosley show, Baylor's new baseball coach, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, I used to see Dayton Moore, by the way, over at uh, in, Outside of Surprise, the Wigwam Resort, I think, was right down the road. And you'd see mm-hmm. that was a fascinating to be there during spring training. And I guess you probably got used to seeing all those people, but I always loved the gathering. I mean, you just never knew. Steve Garvey might walk by. You know, I just kind of like being out there. Uh, and I was covering the Rangers at the time. And uh, I just I love the fact of you never knew, like, what uh, Tony Fernandez join the Rangers at some point. And, I mean, these were just such, like, heroes, amazing people to see. Uh, Greg Maddox just walking around, you know, to be able to go to dinner maybe and see those people. That that year with the Royals, um, what what did that do for you? Like, did it – obviously, you had – you've been around a lot of people. You've sent a ton of people to the majors. But seeing it from that side – was that a was that a really important year for you? Even though you know, obviously it wasn't a huge part of your career. Oh, it definitely was, and um, you know the lessons that I learned from it, and uh, you know, no question, no question, a huge impact on me because I see the game from a whole different side now. Um, you know, I uh, I always saw it from a college baseball side, and then I saw it from a professional baseball side, and uh, it it gave me a uniqueness. I think it it gives me a unique, you know, a unique career path. I mean, how many, how many guys I used to tell guys when I was over at MCC, how many guys have coached 23 years in division one baseball, 22 in the sec and big 12 conference. Um, but also been a major league scout and drafted a first round draft pick. Uh, you know, there are not many guys that have done that. And so, um, you know, it just, it just gave me a whole nother perspective on the game. And uh, I learned a, I learned a ton just by listening to to the other scouts and the other people that I was communicating with, and and it also gave me a lot of confidence too that you know um, that I, I I knew pretty much what I was looking at, and uh, because they you know they we ended up drafting five of my guys that year, and uh, and two of them made it to the big leagues, and you know one of them still going good. So um, it's it's been a, it was it was a lot of fun and a great experience.
man, you didn't make the best of that time. Now, t- what's the um, what's the portal uh, uh, looking like, and what can you tell us? Uh, I've tried to kind of determine what you're going to tweet out, you know, when when you all land a player so we can kind of keep keep up with this. I've been yeah. paying close attention to this because uh, every coach seems to have their own way of presenting this. Um, what's the what's kind of been the interest level in, in you know, your squad, your roster? Obviously, there's a few spots that may have opened up in like how aggressive are you being in the portal? And can you break any news with us today? Yeah, there's no news to break, but we're uh, we're definitely <laughs> aggressive in the portal. And, uh, you know, there's so many kids in the portal that they might need some portals. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just cra- It's, it's really an interesting phenomenon to, to see this from, you know, uh, how it's working now in college baseball, but, um, lots of kids in there looking for, looking for opportunity. And, and so trying to sort through them the best we can. And according to the needs that we think we're, we really need to try and shore up our program with and, and, uh, and then make contact and, and chase these guys down. We're, we're getting a good response. You know, everybody that we talk with is interested to learn more about Baylor and interested to more, learn more about us. And, and uh, so, yeah, I haven't come up with, a, you know, what we're going to tweet out or how we're going to do that, but uh, that's definitely not, not that high on my list. You know, the, <laughs> the deal is just to continue. Let's, 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 let's keep getting guys, getting guys in here and let's keep a, uh, finding the right guys but yeah the portal was was an inc- interesting thing to be to be dealing with is you know now at least it's uh it's it's finished having people add to it so we know what it is now all right i'll send you some ideas if that's okay i'll just, <laughs> you, just send, you send me ideas i'll, I'll pay attention scott, to that scott uh scott drew at one point was using like the the bear from Revenant, the Revenant, that movie. And I, I think he realized it was a little too violent. You know, it's like, that was a kind of a rough scene in that movie. It's like, Scott, let's not go. That's, that doesn't really fit your personality. Uh, talking to Mitch Thompson, the Baylor baseball coach on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. It'll lead right into uh, Rangers at 605. So it's perfect guest to, to do that. This roster now that you've had a little time to talk to some of the current players, hear from them, I'm sure some of them were nervous. They don't know what their future holds now. Um, are you able to have a, a pretty good idea of what you need to do and, 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 and what you have? Like what's your kind of at first blush, what is your thought on, on what you have kind of to serve as your foundation as you start to bring different folks into the program? Yeah, no, we've got a bunch of kids who really want to be good. We've got a bunch of kids who want to work and 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 uh, and love Baylor. And so, you know, all those roster decisions are going to be really hard decisions to make. Uh, you know, I haven't made them officially a, a lot of them yet because I'm waiting to see exactly how we're going and and doing in the portal and stuff and and what we're able to add to the program right now. Um, but there's a there's a lot of kids that really have a have a real love for this school, and uh, and I respect the heck out of that because, um, you know, I've 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 helped recruit so many kids here um, over the years that, you know, um, they 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 know what they're getting here, and they know what kind of a of, a, of an education they're getting, and they want to continue with it. So, we you know, we've got some some difficult decisions to make as to exactly how we're how we're going to do everything, but uh, we're we're weeding we're weeding through it and trying to. Uh, 
wading through it rather, you know, trying to mm-hmm. get a good evaluation on everybody and uh, and and continue to add add what we need to to, to continue to be, you know, uh, super competitive next year. That's the idea. Well, I'm told MCC has some pretty talented players, Mitch. So you know, if you want to, if you want to dip into that, you know, feel free. But I, yeah, I would yeah. think that would <laughs> that would be that would be kind of interesting. Those players that had already committed to some of the places like OU. I talked to some of them as y'all were headed to the World Series, and I bet they saw you headed over to Baylor, and they're like, "Hmm, we we maybe maybe we should kind of rethink this." Uh, that you know, I I love what you said about expecting the JUCOs, um, it, it to to help this program. I mean, you know, you obviously have served and had a ton of success at that level. Um, I think that's uh, I love I love how you said that that, that you ha- what has been the response from uh, a lot of these JUCO programs around the country to you being at Baylor? Are you are you kind of hearing what you thought you would hear? Oh yeah, no. I think there's a lot of people that are yeah, a lot of guys are excited for this. You know, I mean, junior college coaches love to see other guys like uh, like themselves get opportunities like this, and so there's no question they'll be trying to help us out, and and we'll just have to make sure that we're doing our very best to follow up on their players and then get get some of them here. But you know, the the junior college thing will happen probably more so next year in the recruiting process as opposed to right now just because most of the sophomore eligible guys have already, uh, you know, they've already made their commitments and signed with schools and they've got their things going, which is where most of our guys at MCC have, we're going to, we'll end up bringing a couple guys with us from over there, I'm sure. And, and uh, you know, but, but yeah, the relationships in, in junior college baseball will, will definitely pay some dividends in the future. And, uh, and we're, we're going to be trying to take advantage of it, but, we're also going to try and build through the high school system again, because I just know that having kids in the program for three, four years is a value. And, uh, and I think that, I think that schools can make, make mistakes and get too interested in this transfer portal all the time that I think, uh, I think if you'll do a good job in, in, rec- in recruiting to, to begin with, and you bring in the right kids as freshmen, um, you know, and and then you treat them well. They're going to love your school and love you, love your place, and want to continue to to develop and 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 be there. Nobody really wants to move from one place to another. I don't I don't believe very often. So, hopefully, we can we can do a good job with that. Well, the people I run into are excited. I people that were working with the Dallas Tigers organization, the Patriots, all these people are bringing you up without even me having to say it. They know I'm always talking about Baylor, and so they'll come up to me and they're like, Mitch is at Baylor. So I think there's a lot of excitement. So if it's if you want to get some of those young high schoolers, uh, I think you're going to do it. How That was really cool, by the way. I had Steve Smith on. Uh, I think it was very meaningful to him that you called him the morning, uh, the day, but even before it was out there, that you were going to be the head coach. You all had a very – uh productive relationship i know it didn't end great but over the years it sounds like y'all have been able to kind of um get back together and and that had to be uh a special conversation mitch for for both you and steve um and, and some people think it might have been awkward but uh, but it sounds like it meant a ton to him and uh and i'm sure it was meaningful to you as well well, yeah. I mean, you know, we we did. We worked we worked together for so long. We were good friends and did all that. And then we did. We had a we had a had a at a point in time where things kind of went downhill a little bit. But you know, I mean, we're both grown men. We're both we're both Christians. 
uh, we could both go back. We'd, we'd do some things differently along the process. And so, uh, you know, I mean, it's, 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 we've, we've spoke about it. We've, we've apologized for it back and forth. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, uh, we're just going to, we're just going to be big boys and be Christians and move on from here. And, uh, and so, yeah, you know, I wanted to call him and just tell him, Hey, you know, I got this job and I appreciate everything you've done for me in my career. And, um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, as long as I'm here, I, I told the heart of the order people after, after the press conference the other day, as long as I'm here, Steve Smith's going to be welcome at this ballpark and, and, and welcome in this program. He was here for 21 years and, you know, I mean, he's a big part of the history of Baylor baseball. When you think of, you know, I even mentioned this during the press conference. I mean, I'm the only the fifth head coach in the last 61 years here. So, you know, to think that Steve was here for a third of that uh, and, you know, wouldn't be welcome, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So um, we're big boys and we're Christians. We've moved on and we're, uh, we're, go- we're going to be, we're going to be friends from here on out. All right. Well, this is uh, exciting. Uh, I've been looking forward to getting to visit with you, and uh, I, uh, I I'm going to visit with your uh, with James tomorrow. Actually, Zach tomorrow, and so it's uh, it's fun. Even though I, while football's in chaos, we can focus on baseball and uh, and talk about all that. But it's really uh, really great to catch up with you. I knew something had happened, Mitch. The uh, you you know right after that, y'all uh, uh, were at the World Series. I wanted to have you on, and and you kind of went dark <laughs> on me. And I thought, well, that's interesting. <laughs> so, well, I just wasn't going to screw up. It cost me a job, my goodness. So I said, you know, thanks for those things. I'm going to wait until, uh, yeah. You wanted to get on and talk Baylor baseball, and I wasn't about to get on and talk Baylor baseball. I'm just going to let it, let the process play itself out. But, you know, you mentioned Zach, too, and, I, you know, I spoke about James, but, I mean, Zach's, Zach's an unbelievable player here. Uh, he's a, he's an unbelievable coach. He's a really good on the field, and I mean, going to be a fantastic recruiting coach and hitting guy for us. And uh, I'm so glad that he's with us, and and our our players will be blessed. And you know, there's just you know, Zach's got a lot invested in this place too, and at Baylor, and uh, and he loves this place. And so, you know, what we've got is we've got coaching staff right now, and we'll, there'll be a couple more announcements here probably probably this week. You know, of other guys that we're adding to the to the staff and I just couldn't be more proud of who we've, who we've got coming in and the people that we're going to be around our guys. So we're, uh, this thing's moving forward and we're, we're working at it pretty hard. I can, I can promise you that. And I'm glad to hear people are excited. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been good in the media too, by the way, with all these teases that you do, you know, like, Hey, you got some more <laughs> announcements coming up. You got to get people excited, but you have to deliver on those teases by the way. So, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be waiting to hear all that. But uh, well, great to visit with you, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon, Mitch. Thank you. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. There he goes, Mitch Thompson, right here on the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton. Man, we are advancing on a Friday. Huge guest coming up at five o'clock. Very very much. Uh, uh, looking forward to this one. Uh, one of the all-time SWC quarterbacking greats, Danny Davis, joining us at 5. But next, got a little uh, breaking news out there. NBA, some some really big news in the NBA. We'll share that with you next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, 
Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lakeyear Drive in Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Raiders have hired Las Vegas attorney Sandra Douglas Morgan to be their new team president. She becomes the first black woman to hold the title for an NFL franchise. Baylor Baseball announced the addition of former Baylor player Jim Blair to the staff as a volunteer coach. Former Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez is added to the Texas coaching staff. Rodriguez will be the Horns' new hitting and infield coach as well as recruiting coordinator. Baylor football has the top spot in the media Big 12 preseason poll followed by OU, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Astros beat the Royals 5-2. Verlander gets his 11th win for the season. Astros at the A's tonight. Rangers start a series with the Twins tonight. 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Matt Mosley Show. Rolling right through the 4 o'clock hour. And uh, we have big guest coming up at 5, Danny Davis, the famous University of Houston quarterback from the 1970s. 76 and 78 led the Cougars to a, uh, a SWC titles. And I'm fascinated with that period of time because that was about when Daryl Royal, who had an illustrious career at UT, but he just had enough. And 76, led by Danny Davis, Houston took out uh, University of Texas 30 to nothing. And, and soon after that, Daryl Royal was finished. He he walked away. And now coaches, boy, stay in it forever. Mac Brown got back in. Saban is now uh, headed to, I think he is now in his 70s or about to turn 70. And I believe Daryl Royal was only maybe 52 years old when he walked away. Now, he became a head coach as a very young man, but uh, still pretty amazing. But Houston won a Cotton Bowl in 76, lost to Notre Dame. It was a tough, tough loss for uh, Danny and, and a Houston team in 78. Uh, the Irish were down quite a bit, like 33-12. And they came all the way back to win it. And people still talk about that. Trying to think who would have been the coach at Notre Dame at the time. Probably uh, era uh, Parsegian. Parsegian. Yes, around that time. Dan Devine was coaching somewhere around there. But uh, some tremendous coaches, players at Notre Dame, Joe Theismann, of course, Joe Montana came through there. And uh, that I remember that game. I don't really remember it as a kid. I've seen a lot of highlights. I believe it was insanely cold, if I'm not mistaken. There may have been some ice involved. And uh, Houston jumped out to a big lead. The Veer was so awesome to watch. So we will uh, hear from Danny Davis. The uh, uh, but and the reason we're doing this is because Danny is going into the SWC Hall of Fame. Texas Sports Hall of Fame is going to host that in August, and so that's a very exciting news, and we're happy for Danny Davis. Carvin Holcomb's going in on that. Santana Dotson, the great Baylor defensive tackle. Just a few of the players. I think there were a a group of uh, a class of eight going into the Southwest Conference champion, uh, the Southwest Conference uh, Hall of Fame. And that's for all sports, but several of these were in football. Santana Dotson, certainly the Baylor great, having played at Baylor in the late 80s, early 90s. He'll be going in there. Santana was awesome on uh, some of those Grant Taft teams. So uh, we're very excited to have Danny Davis. More news to share with you a, bit, a little bit later. We'll get into it. The uh, the the Portland Trailblazers uh, have signed Dame Lillard to a huge extension, money-wise, enormous. I believe uh, this two-year extension will mean that in these two years, He'll make uh, upwards of about sixty-one million in those two seasons. Uh, they're pretty, pretty wild. I'm talking about in each of those seasons. So uh, it's a two-year extension worth about oh, over a hundred twenty million dollars. We'll share that with you coming up. But next, we do get the opportunity to talk to one of the SWC's all-time great quarterbacks, Danny Davis, on the Matt Mosley Show next. 
ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco and on Facebook. Calling all my local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. This is ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. 
Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for what you do, being the great presenting sponsor that you are. I've been so excited about getting to talk to Danny Davis. I, um, you know, one of the great all-time SWC quarterbacks, and now he will take his rightful place in the SWC Hall of Fame. Danny, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, and congratulations on the uh, on the big honor. Well, thank you so much. Happy to be a part of the show. Well, we're we're excited to have you, and that's going to happen August 16th. Uh, that'll be a noon, uh, Tuesday, August 16th at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And, um, Danny, that had to be a neat call after all these years. I mean, you obviously probably should have been in there a good while ago, but still uh, – to receive that call and hear about it, what did that? Uh, how did that make you feel? Well, let me tell you, I was a little bit surprised because everybody was calling me at my church, and they were congratulating me, and I was trying to figure out what are they congratulating me for. <laughs> and uh, finally, my brother Mark sent me the article and everything, and I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but I was real excited about it. I, I, to be in the uh, Southwest Conference Hall of Fame is an honor all by itself. Yeah, and and I think back on some of the all-time U of H greats. Uh, I, I mean, what was that like? Take me all the way back to uh, Dallas Carter High School. And the first time you heard from Bill Yeoman, like who, what was your, what was it like uh, your recruitment? And I, uh, what, what all those, uh, all those years ago, did you, and, and what else was there another, um, school you were thinking about back then, or did the university of Houston, uh, start reaching out to you pretty early in the process? Well, it was kind of funny because Don Todd, who was the defensive line coach and offensive line coach, at Dallas Carter, took a job with the University of Houston. He came and got Joe Russ, and he came back the next year and got uh, uh, Reed Hansen. And I told him then, I said, hey, coach, don't forget about me. Come back and get me. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know. I had no idea. I was just saying, come back and get me. Well, at that time, uh, Jimmy Johnson was with Arkansas, and they were trying to get me. My dad was sold on Jimmy Johnson in Arkansas. He had everybody in my family hollering Suey Pig. <laughs> I came home one day, and he, and he was hollering Suey Pig, and I had to tell him, well, I'm going to University of Houston. <laughs> he said, well, what is, uh, uh, what is University of Houston? Uh, what do they say? I said, they say eat them up. He said, okay, then eat them up it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you went there, and, and a lot of times quarterbacks back then had to wait their turn. But there in 1976, as a sophomore, 
uh, you get in there, and, and when you arrived, I know there were other quarterbacks, maybe even bigger quarterbacks, but you quickly forced your way into the lineup. Now, Danny, take us back to, like, 1976. Y'all ended up having a great uh, season, won 10 games, go to the Cotton Bowl, win the Cotton Bowl. What do you? What kind of allowed you to win that starting job and to take hold of it? Because I, I, I know one of the things is, boy, you had a great grasp of that uh, famous Veer offense. Um, how, who, how, what was that like, having to battle probably some older uh, quarterback candidates? Well, it wasn't just the older quarterbacks, but it was the guys that came in with my class. There were four of the quarterbacks, and every one of them thought they were going to be the starter. Matter of fact, a guy from Hempstead by the name of Johnny Johnson, he was a quarterback, he told me he called a meeting in my room and said that they brought him down to be the starting quarterback. I said, I dare he say that in my room. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so when it was all said and done, they made Johnny Johnson a running back. They made another wide receiver, a wide receiver quarterback out into a wide receiver. Another quarterback went to defensive back, and I was the only one left. <laughs> and I believe the reason I was left, because I really uh, had the players at heart. When they would mess up, I would kind of be the one that would encourage them. i say, man, don't worry about that. We'll get it next time. And so Coach Yeoman liked that. He liked the fact that I was encouraging people and not getting on them when they would get on them. And uh, so uh, I guess he decided to put me in as as quarterback. Now, what was the key um, in terms of timing with that veer? I mean, I know sometimes y'all would run those dive plays and or belly plays, as some would call them, and and suck people in there, and then y'all would hit them the outside. What was the, I mean, did, did you work on those option pitches just constantly? Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I remember when Lance McElhaney came into the SWC a few years later at SMU, and he had that uncanny knack to unload it at the last second. Was that, um, that kind of just natural? Had you already been doing that at Carter, or is that something well, you kind of had we, to learn? We ran a portion of the veer uh, from the eye-back field and then from the split-backs as well at Carter. But really, uh, when I got to University of Houston, they would drill us left and right, and I finally discovered what they were looking for. I mean, they wanted somebody that would stand in there, and they convinced me, first of all, that uh, you're not going to get hit. (laughs) They're going to hit the running back. And I said, okay, I can do this then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so we got to the point where, where it was just second nature. I had some good running backs like Aloys Blackwell and Daryl uh, Thompson and Randy Love and Emmett King and John Newhouse and all of that, and they made the job much easier for me. How how were you uh, – how was Houston received in the SWC 1976? Y'all did not arrive hat in hand, by the way. Y'all won it three of the first four years you were in the conference. Was everybody, um, Danny, what were they, what was the attitude like? Well, University of Texas, Baylor, no, Rice, it, all it, these it, other schools. It was, it was kind of funny. Uh, our first year in, well, let me take you back a year before that in 1975. They had us to play all of the uh, so, so-called lesser team. We didn't play Arkansas. 
We didn't play Texas Tech. We didn't play Baylor. We didn't play um, Texas or Texas A&M. We played uh, Rice. We played SMU. And we got beat by those guys. And they said, y'all think that's something. Wait till you come in 76. Well, I didn't play in 75, but I was playing in 76, and I wanted to make a statement. And I think everybody else wanted to make a statement. And we kind of figured out why we lost those games in 75. Uh, if you go back and look at the record, we were like um, nine and two. Well, we were two and nine. I take that back. We were two wins and nine losses. But every game that we lost was by one point. And so we said that we could win this conference coming into it, uh, or we could at least win nine games. And we did that. Um, the conference, I guess they, they, they didn't embrace us too good at first. Uh, matter of fact, when we played S, when we played uh, A&M, we were at Rice Stadium, 70,000 people, and they were calling us Cougar High. When we went to University of Texas, they had over 70,000 people in there, and it was Dad's Day, and uh, uh, they were talking about us left and right. Everybody uh, kind of had our number, but we kind of weathered the storm and, and really learned how to dance in the rain. I would say so. Talking to Danny Davis, the legendary Houston quarterback. I mean, some people say that y'all kind of moved Daryl Royal. He had that great career. But after uh, seeing you guys, (laughs) Daryl kind of went on into retirement uh, right around that time, 1976. And you know what I'm talking about. Y'all beat Texas 30 to nothing. I believe that game did happen in Austin that had to give you guys just tremendous confidence, I would think, to take out a team that, uh, uh, you know, leading up to that had been one of the superpowers in college football. Well, it really did. When we beat Texas and we beat them like that in their home stadium, uh, it gave us the the thrust to go forward. And that's exactly what we did. We took that and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, and and two Cotton Bowls, nineteen seventy six and nineteen seventy eight. That first Cotton Bowl, what do you remember most about that game? I've read up on it. Y'all playing Maryland. I think you made a real big play in your own end zone late in that game uh, to complete about an eleven yard pass. And and I understand it, Danny. The way I've read about it. You were running for your life back there. You had all kinds of people jumping at you, <laughs> and and you were able to complete the pass. Now that's not like Yeoman to in that kind of situation. Y'all had the lead. Um, you know, you he probably I didn't I wouldn't think he would be wanting to uh, have you you know dropping back to pass. What what do you remember about that particular play? Well, well, we had learned uh, earlier during the year because we had faced a similar situation and we kind of handled it pretty good. Uh, when when I was throwing the ball, I'm going to tell you, I get all the credit for throwing that ball, but we were lucky because I was trying to throw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> and Robert Laverne just happened to come back and catch him. <laughs> and the legend grew, grew from there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You had to think that y'all were just going to win. But but Merlin Merlin was a good game. Uh, We jumped out and headed them 21 to nothing. 
And uh, I, I think we were kind of mad because we were not rated um, in the top four. We thought we were at least in the top four, and we really wanted to play for the national championship that year. And we were thinking about who we were going to play. And when we got Merlin, um, maybe we should have been, but we weren't as impressed with Merlin as some others were. Uh, we thought that the Southwest Conference had better teams. A&M, with, 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 with they bunch, um, had a better team. Uh, Texas, with they bunch, we believe they had a better team. And even Baylor had a better team. And so we just felt like we could win that game. What's the, what's the, talking to Danny Davis, the uh, Houston quarterback, now going into SWC Hall of Fame, what's the, What's the hardest lick you ever remember uh, in, in the SWC? You talked about, boy, there were some pl- players that went on to the uh, the uh, have NFL careers. I, I would imagine Singletary was starting Mike his career. Singletary. <laughs> Mike Singletary. That was the hardest lick. We came down, uh, the first Southwest Conference game we played was, was Baylor. And I, I never forget, I rolled off the pile and turned, and Mike Singletary came around the right side, and he hit me right in my chest. And, boy, I could not breathe. I went back to the huddle, and Bill Yeoman sent a play in, and uh, I was sucking for air. I say, we, we, we we I say, time out. <laughs> but Mike Singletary was the hardest lick I ever had in my whole life. Matter of fact, when we finished that game, they had to do some uh, treatment on me for my show because he 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 developed a blood clot uh, with that leg. Ooh, it was it was something. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> those are the, you you still feel some of those? I I I bet. And then it, <laughs> well, I'm I'm sort of curious. I remember reading stories that the Cotton Bowl officials. Uh, y'all are a new team in the SWC, and 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 the Cotton Bowl officials said some things that, well, Hoss Brock's the one I remember that I've read about. Uh, how how did that motivate y'all that that maybe the the Cotton Bowl officials weren't as excited about Houston coming to the Cotton Bowl as they as maybe they would be other teams. Danny, you hear me? Let me see if I can get him back. Oh, okay. I, I thought Danny maybe uh, maybe got upset with me there for a second. But, uh, no, we just dropped. Uh, we accidentally lost Danny. Try to get him on. Talking to Danny Davis, the uh, legendary University of Houston quarterback. And uh, it's kind of fun that Houston is now coming back into the Big 12, and they'll team up with some of these schools, some of their old foes like Baylor and TCU. But, uh, I mean, getting to talk to someone like Danny is just so much fun. And the fact that he came from Dallas Carter. We all remember, a lot of us remember Dallas Carter in the late 80s, early 90s being unbelievable. But I guarantee you they were great in the 70s as well. We're trying to get uh, Danny back on the phone there. We just lost him all of a sudden. That guy was telling some great stories. So we need to get Danny back on if possible. But. Oh, good. Hey, Danny. Sorry about that. We lost you. Uh, I was in the okay. middle of uh, I was in the middle of asking you this: the Cotton Bowl when y'all went in '76 and, and maybe even in '78. 
you know, y'all disrupted things in the conference. There's a hierarchy, and suddenly there's a new team, and y'all immediately start winning. Now, those Cotton Bowl officials, as from what I've read, were maybe not as excited about Houston and, and the Cougar fans showing up in Dallas to the Cotton Bowl. What do you remember about right. that? And did that did that motivate you guys even more? Well, I, I I can understand their position uh, with a new team. They they know that A and M spends a lot of money, Texas spends a lot of money, and they just felt like the University of Houston wouldn't bring their share of people. But literally, that they know that all of Houston wanted to come down and support <laughs> us, even teams, uh, even people that had no affiliation with the University of Houston. So. They changed their tune about that a little bit, but um, you know, rightfully so. They should have thought what they thought. It, it, it. We didn't use it for motivation or anything. We just felt like we were a good football team. Yeah, yeah. Talking to Danny Davis, the legendary quarterback from the Houston. Now that Notre Dame game, I'm sure people still bring it up to you uh, all the time. Does that one still? <laughs> Leave a mark. I mean, you guys had the lead, and then here come the fighting Irish. I love some of the quotes before that game that you had, by the way, because you did not have any fear um, about anything about, oh, playing this legendary program. But does that one still haunt you a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. We, I, we think we let it get away. Um, uh, it's always hindsight. We look back and see what we could have done a little bit different. But but to their uh, credit, they did everything they needed to do to win. They blocked the punt, ran it back for a touchdown. Uh, our punter got hurt. Our long snapper got hurt, Chuck Brown. And so um, we were forced to do some things that we weren't uh, equipped to do at that particular time. I go for it on fourth and one. Uh, if I had to do it all over again, I'd probably run behind Melvin Jones and give the ball to Randy Love, uh, who runs low, instead of giving it to Emmett King, who runs high. Yeah, now, I can tell you've thought about this a couple of times <laughs> over the years. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, I, I love the quote that I'm talking about. I, I saw this in an old Washington Post story. You said... Uh, you said something about, I'm not scared or awed by playing Notre Dame. They sure don't intimidate me. I've played against big teams before. I don't pay the Gipper any attention at all. I'm not concerned about myths. <laughs> all my life, I've overcome the long odds. I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah you and, were... <laughs> and that's the truth. I, I, I grew up right uh, about a couple of miles from the Cotton Bowl. And I used to work at the Cotton Bowl selling popcorn and peanuts and everything. And, and after the games were over, we'd go down and we'd play on the field and wanted to play that one of these old days. That's what I kept saying. And I uh, got the opportunity to do that. And, and I, weren't, I wasn't going to be intimidated by anybody. And I, I think I played with some guys that weren't intimidated by anybody either. Well, and then you went on and used all the, your oratory skills and leadership skills to become a pastor. Uh, that's, uh, that, I mean, and you've had a long and distinguished career in that world. How how are things going uh, uh, there? I mean, I've looked at uh, uh, some of the things at your church. Are you still are you still in the pulpit almost every Sunday? What what are you up to these days? Every every 
every Sunday I'm in the pulpit. I've been pastoring the Jordan Grove Missionary Baptist Church, which just happened to be a couple of miles from the University of Houston. Uh, I've been here for 29 years. Wow. Uh, That's pretty neat to be right there. And I'm sure there are even current students that come over there to your church some. And uh, that's uh, that's that's really neat to still be there and close to your alma mater. And and it's got to be kind of neat for you, isn't it, with the C. Houston come into the Big 12, um, uh, not this season, but the next season, and then partner back up mm-hmm. with Baylor, TCU, some of their – Texas Tech, yeah. some of their old foes. Are you excited about that? Right. Well, I I am. I, I really am. I, I, I thought that U of H deserved to be in a different conference. Um, we we, we kind of waited our time. Uh, and finally they let us in the Big 12. And it looked like the Big 12 will probably get some more teams in there sometime soon, and I think it's going to be a good conference. All right. What what scripture are you using this Sunday, by the way? Can you tell us the text which you'll be uh, preaching from? Here we are yeah, on a I'm, Friday. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to come from 2 Kings, the second chapter, verse 11 through 19. And I'm going to talk about uh, making the impossible possible. Okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to check that out online. I assume your uh, sermons yeah. are online, so I'll uh, I'll check that they out are. streaming. They... Yeah, you could uh, you could always use the 1976 season, right? And uh, <laughs> you you got some yeah, uh, pretty good right. illustrations right there. Well, Danny, um, I can't wait for – I'll be there at the uh, August uh, 16th, I believe it is, and uh, I'll let people know how they can buy tickets. And it's the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You can call, and, and uh, I'll, give, I'll give folks the online. But that will be really neat. And some of the people you're going in with, Carvin Holcomb was a great basketball player at TCU. Oh, Santana Dotson. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Santana, and, and both of them was, came from Yates. That's right. That's right, and uh, mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. It, that's almost the equivalent to coming from Carter. People that came from Carter or Houston Yates, there's a there's a pride mm-hmm. that that stays with you throughout your life, and uh, uh, that's, that's exactly uh, right. Yeah, yeah, because those are legendary schools, and uh, I think yeah, you can't. Santana talks about that um, all, all the time. So it's a great class you're going in with. Danny, uh, really appreciate the time. Loved having you on, and you. Uh, it's just uh, congratulations to you. Well, thank you so much. Enjoyed being a part of the uh, broadcast today. You bet. There he goes. Danny Davis, the Reverend Danny Davis, uh, coming to us from uh, right down the road from the University of Houston, where he is a pastor and never misses a Sunday. Uh, Second uh, Kings, uh, Chapter 2. 11 through 19, making the impossible possible. Really like the text, and I'm going to kind of have to look into those verses there. But, uh, Danny, you can tell from listening to from uh, to Danny that uh, he is a uh, excellent pastor and uh, was a tremendous college quarterback. And so I love those SWC legends. That's one of them right there, Danny Davis. Thanks to Genesis and Jay Black and everybody over there at the uh, – 
Texas Sports Hall of Fame. They uh, are always extremely helpful on kind of connecting us to some of these great folks and uh, cannot uh, wait for that induction ceremony. And, again, that will be Tuesday, August 16th. And I believe you can still – I was looking at that earlier. I'll give you – as we get closer to that, I'll give you ways you can – you can sign up for that either the website and I'll give that phone number. Uh, but this Texas Sports Hall of Fame right there in Waco, Texas. All right, uh, got some breaking news in the NBA to share with you, and a couple of nuggets on uh, college real. Actually, by the way, we need to get to some campus confidential. Um, we've got Aaron Sexton has some great information for us. That is all next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. And your ESPN Central Texas forecast. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. Tomorrow, heat advisor in effect and a high near 107. Currently 102 at ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit firstcentralcu.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Summer is when blood donations are at their lowest. Do you know there's a need for 1,500 local blood donors each day? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. 
Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services the Raiders have hired Las Vegas attorney Sandra Douglas Morgan to be their new team president she becomes the first black woman to hold the title for an NFL franchise Baylor Baseball announced the addition of former Baylor player Jim Blair to the staff as a volunteer coach former Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez is added to the Texas coaching staff Rodriguez will be the Horns new hitting and infield coach as well as recruiting coordinator Baylor football has the top spot in the media Big 12 preseason poll followed by OU Oklahoma State and Texas Astros beat the Royals 5-2 Verlander gets his 11th win for the season. Astros at the A's tonight. Rangers start a series with the Twins tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, we've had a lot going on today. So we uh, we normally do this at about 440. But uh, we just decided to change it a little bit today. And, uh, boy, fun talking to Danny Davis. What a legend. Uh, the former University of Houston great and uh, the pastor, uh, Dr. Davis, I should have been calling him. He is... Uh, Dr. Davis and uh, the pastor, um, and I was just looking at his uh, church website a minute ago. Very, very cool. Uh, over at Jordan Grove is where he is, the pastor, Dr. Danny Davis. Very, very cool, and obviously a, a, a tremendous speaker and uh, fun to get to visit with him. That's Jordan Grove Missionary Baptist Church, located in the heart of the Third Ward in Houston, Texas. And he was called, by the way, to be the eighth pastor of Jordan Grove, March of 1993. Okay, uh, Aaron, it is Campus Confidential. There's a lot of stuff floating around out there. Uh, what's on your plate today? We'll start off with conference realignment news and notes. First, I think probably the biggest story today, although it hadn't been reported, uh, is the Colorado Board of Regents. It's called another executive meeting. It started about 30 minutes ago. It's the second one in three days, and they're both listed as being athletics-related. So you can guess as to what they may be or may not be about, but I have a pretty good guess. Well, Aaron, do you think this has something to do with Colorado trying to maybe join another conference? Is that what your intuition is telling you? 
I do. I think they're seeing, I think they're voting to see if they would accept an invitation, mm. if that makes sense. I don't know if one's been extended, but I think that they're seeing if that's the direction they want to go if it comes to that. Yeah. Well, they may be, you're right, uh, making some contingency plans. And what happens on these things, the first thing we saw at the Big 12, you try to pledge loyalty and support and try to stay with each other. But secretly, every one of those schools is out there looking out for itself. And you understand that. That's fine. I think the, you know, what Oregon and Washington are trying to decide is, hey, we're the big boys that are left. We're the next two big brands. Come on, Big Ten. Take us with you. Is there anybody else that would like us? If the best thing is to combine with the Big 12, the Big 12 would become, you know, it's unwieldy, it's big, it's crazy, it's going to be weird, but it's better than being in a weakened state, which is where it was when Texas and OU announced. And so this would make it even stronger, and I think it would put it firmly in the third position. I'm saying if they allow the, the rest of them. Now, what they could do, is just kind of do what the Pac-12 did to them. I mean, the Pac-12, I guess the one thing the Pac-12 did that was nice, Aaron, is they at least didn't start poaching schools immediately. I think Tech, Baylor, other schools were certainly interested. Hey, Pac-12, would you want us? And the Pac-12 could have, in a heartbeat, said, well, we love basketball here. We got UCLA, Blue Blood Program. We'll go get Kansas. They could have done that. They decided not to do that. So, Sometimes I beat up on the Pac-12, but I guess in some ways the Pac-12 did the the Big 12 a little bit of a solid in that way uh, by not not poaching some of the schools. Will the Big 12 be ready to poach? I think, fortunately, with the new commissioner and a new attitude, they at least will not be reactionary. I think the Big 12 will be aggressive and do whatever it needs to do moving forward. Meanwhile... What the Pac-12 is hearing from right now are the uh, SMUs of the world, San Diego State, others, uh, maybe even, um, oh, who am I thinking about, Aaron, up there in the uh, in that part? Oh, Boise State. Probably like, hey, guys, why don't you keep your group together and then bring us in? And Boise State would be smart to do that. Boise State is uh, one of the next – In that next tier of schools, when you talk about Power 5 conferences, Boise State has had a ton of success in football. So I think Boise State would be well positioned. Now, I think they'd love to be part of the Big 12, but they kind of miss that boat, even though they have a great friend in Mac Rhodes because, of course, their AD is our old friend Jeremiah Dickey. We're all, the Baptists all kind of stick together, even though I think Mac may be Catholic. But anyway, all right, Aaron, what else do you have? couple of notes from Dennis Dodd in a segment he did for CBS Sports earlier. Of course, he writes for CBS Sports, but it was a, a YouTube segment that I saw, and the two things that stuck out were that, according to his sources, Phil Knight, the owner of Nike and Oregon alumnus, is frantically working the phones trying to find a place for the Ducks to land if the quote-unquote merger with the ACC doesn't work out then besides remaining together and maybe adding those schools, which we talked about doesn't up the amount of money they're going to get in their TV package, according to mo- most sources. As, as a matter of fact, it was 
lower it because it would split what they already have to more schools, then these schools have to find a landing spot. And uh, that's apparently what the uh, founder and owner of Nike is doing right now. Phil Knight is uh, reaching out and trying to find a place for his beloved Oregon Ducks. Can you imagine Aaron just dropping millions upon millions of dollars into an athletic program? He's kind of like T. Boone Pickens was at Oklahoma State to Oregon. And then after you've just done everything possible, and of course you still lost uh, 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 Cristobal to, uh, uh, you know, to Miami, but you pour millions upon millions in trying to make this one of the great athletic programs in the country. And I think he's had a lot of success. But now you're working the phones to try to make sure they even have a, you know, the, a proper conference to play in. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, I don't feel sorry for Phil Knight, but that's a pretty amazing thing to be that sort of benefactor, that enormous level, and then you're just scrambling around working phones. I mean, I. You think President Livingstone answers the phone? <laughs> When Phil Knight calls, hello, Phil. How you doing? How's it going? Now, President Livingstone and Brad, and maybe Shelby's with them too, they tried to take a take a vacation, tried to go on a two-week vacation. How's that going, Aaron? <laughs> you think they got calls coming in all over the place? Golly. Absolutely. I mean, I hope at least Brad's getting some time at the beach. You know, out there, he's about 6'8", 6'9", he's a very tall man, maybe even 6'10". Um, but I, I really do hope some of the Livingstone family is getting some time because uh, President Livingstone is a extremely busy woman, and I don't think she's really been able to focus on her uh, vacation. So maybe one of these days, but it's not happening right now. And, and in fact, the first day of the uh, Big 12 media day, she's on the slate to speak. At 8.30, she and Brett Yormark are going to be speaking. So there's a lot going on on that front. I think they'll be asked about other things besides the upcoming oh, football yeah. season. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's pretty good at not answering things. You know, well, and there, yeah. there may be news by then. I'm not saying there will be, but there could, there could be a lot to talk about by the time Big 12 Media Days get here next week. Tell you what, I may call off my Italian, my trip to the uh, to the Amalfi Coast, Aaron. If they if if they announce the that they're expanding, I may just not go. I may have to stay here. All right. I think Tom kind of wants me to go. I don't think you he need wants the break. To stay. That's what Tom said, and now he right. didn't say oh, that. Oh, <laughs> go on, Matt. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> stay as long as you want. One more note from uh, Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports, and this one blew me away. He said that, uh, again, according to a source of his, that talking about the ACC and being poached and and schools trying to leave for maybe the SEC or the Big Ten, he said that right now it would cost a school almost a half a billion dollars to get out of the ACC grant of rights because it's for another 15 years. So I, I don't know how they got to that number because I don't think that's what their conference revenue times 15 equals up to, but maybe it does. Half a what? Half a Half billion? Half a billion, $500 million. That's That was his exact quote. That's what I was like, wait a minute now. From For for each school that does it? For or an like individual the... school to leave the that's, ACC, yeah. Yeah, Dennis, we need to revisit that. <laughs> I Dennis had to. Been out. 
He's been out drinking. Yeah, five hundred. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, pony up five hundred million. That sounds stupid. I, mean, I, I, like, I, I, I had to rewind the video to make I sure I heard him right. I'm I was gonna, like, wait a minute. He meant to say fifty, right? Who, he did not. Uh, he said five hundred. Surely, yeah, surely he did. Dennis Dodd, interesting. I love it when you're all watching videos. I just imagine you just watching Dennis Dodd on well, YouTube videos. I spend all day on YouTube anyway, so yeah. you know that algor- algorithm is going to start sending me conference realignment videos, and it, you know, and it has. It adjusts quickly. As soon as I clicked on you, a couple, that's that's half of my feed now. Yeah, yeah, you love. Of course, a good half algorithm. of it is is you know random internet guys with no real sources, but. There are a well, few now, good ones on there. Oh, I know you. You almost uh, you almost got duped by Bob Trollsby the other day <laughs> when he was putting out some stuff. <laughs> no, I, I almost got duped by uh, a major major sports news site that got duped by Bob Trollsby. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. I don't. I don't. I I wouldn't have missed that one. But they had in an article. It was I'll just. Well, I don't. I. I'm not 100 okay. sure who it was, but they had in an article that that was his statement, and that's what remember that's when I told you when I'd seen it them publish it, and yeah. then you were like, "No, they better double check. You better I know, double check I kept that." Trying to talk talk you down on that, and one. Uh, you were correct, huh. and they were wrong, and they quickly pulled that article with no correction or retraction. Just oh you know, yeah, just disappeared, just vanished. Back in the day, as newspaper writers, we had to. Put a correction mm-hmm. in the newspaper, and nowadays you just it just vanishes. Now some sites are good about like actually putting a little note at the top of the story that says the previous there was a mistake in like a previous story, and that that's uh, those are the kind of people you should trust that uh, admit their mistakes. Okay, all right, Aaron. Anything else you want to get out there? Yeah, one more recruiting note. We've talked about Baylor's recruiting hot streak and. Obviously, the Texas Longhorns recruiting hot streak after they got the Arch Manning commitment. But Oklahoma has been kind of quiet on that front. Won a uh, big recruiting battle against Texas today. Jacques Petaway, a wide receiver who is ranked number 33 in the ESPN 300, committed to Oklahoma today. He's a 5'11", 180-pound prospect from Langham Creek in Houston. He's the seventh-best receiver in the nation, according to ESPN's rankings and he picked Oklahoma over Texas. He is the third top 300 commit for the Sooners, joining Geyer High School quarterback Jackson Arnold out of Denton, and who is the number 39 overall prospect, and Rickards High School in Tallahassee, Florida, wide receiver Keon Brown, who is number 224. So nice pickup for the Sooners in the recruiting battles. All right. Well, way to go, Sooners. <laughs> I mean, they did for the first time in like six years. I was seeing so that was a uh, Channel Eight News last night. I was watching WFAA. Boy, they were they were like Baylor. I mean, kind of really shocked because uh, it really has not happened. I think in the Big Twelve era that the Bears. The other thing, Aaron, I kind of find funny is that everybody who covers Baylor, I noticed, or you know, and for some of these, you know, a lot of the locals. They they feel the need to publish their top ten. Here's my top ten. You know, here's mine. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, do we all have to ha- come up with a top ten? <laughs> so, Aaron, 
next on Monday, I want us to come up with our top tens, okay? We'll release that into the world on Monday before <laughs> I have to leave for Italy. Uh, Aaron and I will release our own top tens. I don't think that many people care. I mean, hopefully they do about ours, Aaron, but I just thought that was funny. Everybody's like, here's my top ten. Okay, great, great. Um, so we'll uh, we'll put ours out there so I know people will be very, very excited about that. That is the Campus Confidential. Game we time. Will- Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrapped jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Fling in the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's what Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. 
The Raiders have hired Las Vegas attorney Sandra Douglas Morgan to be their new team president. She becomes the first black woman to hold the title for an NFL franchise. Baylor Baseball announced the addition of former Baylor player Jim Blair to the staff as a volunteer coach. Former Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez is added to the Texas coaching staff. Rodriguez will be the Horns' new hitting and infield coach as well as recruiting coordinator. Baylor football has the top spot in the media Big 12 preseason poll, followed by OU, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Astros beat the Royals 5-2. Verlander gets his 11th win for the season. Astros at the A's tonight. Rangers start a series with the Twins tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, a broadcasting week has come to a close. Next week will be fun. We'll get the uh, Big 12 media days going. Some writers, Aaron, coming off vacation and then going right back on it. Talked to Bryce earlier from the Waco Trib. That's what he's doing. Just gonna He's going to jump off vacation do a couple of days and then jump right back on it so good for Bryce he'll be attending it'll be good to hear from Dave Aranda and others uh Baylor sending a, a nice delegation of players and that is the uh, the big 12 media days that'll be great that'll be Wednesday and I got to get out of town right around then so I may try to peek in and then I got to go running out of town um Aaron there's a lot going on in business news. Now, we both have to monitor Twitter very closely. I tell a lot of Twitter jokes. You can follow me at, at Matt Mosley. That's M-O-S-L-E-Y on Twitter. Aaron, the breaking news this afternoon is that Elon Musk has officially terminated his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. So it looked like Twitter was going to get sold and Elon, Elon Musk was going to do his thing. And um, I guess Twitter's now coming back and saying that it will sue to compel the purchase. All right, we'll see what happens. It could, uh, it could be a situation where after the lawsuit, and they agree on a lower number. But $44 billion, uh, he sent a letter out, and he's terminated that. So I don't know what it all means. I'm just hoping Twitter's still kind of funny and makes me laugh sometimes, and I can, uh, I can enjoy it. But he has terminated that deal. Now, in, in basketball news, NBA news, actual sports news, just an enormous deal for Dame Lillard today. I mean, I am just – the number – is staggering over five years. It's well north of $200 million. It's a two-year extension, basically, but that extension is well over like $120 million. All right, we got to say good night. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.
Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame class for 2022 is set. The induction banquet coming up in November with a Heisman Trophy winner as the